Testing one, two, three. Test one, one. I don't want to wait for our lives to, to be, be over. Welcome to the 102nd episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Andrew Duke, an illustrator and designer. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the amazing and wonderful Andrew Duke in here. What's up? What's up, man? How's life going for you? I, I mean, I can't complain, man. I feel like we have gotten closer over the past, like, two months, maybe? Maybe three months? I'd say about two months. Because uh, I think after running at the CVA, we became, like, homies. We went and got, we went and got food after yeah, that. Dude, we were gooning around downtown. Was, shout out to James. You and me, yeah, shout out to James. Is he on this podcast? Um, he's not yet. Okay. He's probably listening to this, and if you are James, we love you very much. Get that man on. Um, but yeah, so we're here, and you're an illustrator and designer, like I said in the intro, of course. Yeah. And we're at your home, so thank you for letting me come here and um and, and podcast with you. Dude, it's good and, to have you over finally. Because then you have food. You have uh guacamole. You have guacamole. Yeah. And you have watermelon, and you have some uh, other things. Some artichoke hummus. No one. Uh, people were listening. I want y'all to take note of this uh, wonderful experience that I'm having. You need to feed me if I'm interviewing you, okay? And that's just, that's final. We're talking okay? leaps and bounds here. Like, Come on, people. It's free pizza, but don't just stop at pizza. Don't. Yeah. Anyways, on to the actual, you know, why we're here. <laughs> to this wonderful, talented man, Andrew. Oh, I'm honored. Dude, what's going <laughs> on, man? So, gosh, illustrator and designer, and obviously we're working together on some things that will be out very soon. Yeah. Um, but tell us where that kind of got started for you. So I guess illustration was always a thing that I was interested in um, as a young kid all the way up until, you know, I graduated from UNCG. Um, I want to say a lot of that started with my grandma on, on my mom's side. She was very artistic. And really? she, she painted. She painted flowers. And... Um, even looking back at them now, like, you know, as a kid, everything's kind of impressive. But looking back at them now, they're like, they still hold that, I don't know, they, they still hold that sort of mastery of oil paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of a mysticism to them, like, wow, I, I didn't really take for, I took for granted that my grandmother painted. It, it was never something that I engaged in actively. Right, right. Um, I was more of a sketcher, and it was more of, you know, pencils and ink mm-hmm. rather than brushes so I kind of wish I'd engaged more with that but yeah. but essentially I feel like a lot of the humble beginnings so to speak began with her um, even from I think my mom said from the age of like two really maybe, maybe even sub that I was drawing trying to draw <laughs> dude that's so mark sick. making you know what so. what kind of paintings do you remember seeing from your grandmother uh, well, most of them were like floral arrangements. That's sick. Um, some of them were standalone flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all had really interesting... It wasn't really the, the flower itself. It was more the backdrop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were these just colorful backdrop. It was like gradients, like a gradient that you would see in Illustrator or something. Yeah. But it had more of an, an impressionistic approach right right right. um so you'd see these 
kind of uh, like a setting setting sun in the sky. You'd see these cotton candy pinks and oh my God. Uh, these really vibrant oranges and yeah, yeah, yeah. yellows. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds freaking so, beautiful. But it wasn't. It wasn't overly. It wasn't like an overkill sort right. of deal. You know, yeah, it was right. uh, very subtle. Very. It was an accompaniment. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was interesting. Um, looking back at her stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so you said you were two years old when you started really sketching. You know, more or less, I guess. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's word of mouth, obviously. But. That's crazy. So do you remember what you were really sketching back in the day? So I have, a, <laughs> this is funny, I have a photograph of um, my dad. Yeah. So my dad hunts, and he's been an avid hunter for my entire life, yeah. at least. Um, but I have a picture of him with one of his kills um, in the back of his truck. Yeah. And on the back of it, I had like drawn this really crappy looking person, <laughs> it like a Minecraft <laughs> or like a Roblox dude. Yeah. You know, like yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but that was like that. If memory serves right, then that's the earliest thing I that can you think remember. Of. Really yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you just draw what you were around. I mean, like whatever your, was in your environment. Right. And I'm pretty positive it was a picture of a guy and it might have had a dog or something. That's which sick, could have though. easily been my dad and right, right. like one of our dogs at the time. Right, right. So, you know. Could your parents kind of see that it was will probably take a serious turn or were they just kind of like just giving you stuff just to draw this they thought was something that you were just doing at the time? Like, mom... This is interesting. So, I come from a family that wasn't necessarily liberal yeah. in a lot of aspects. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But when it came to art and my its application in my life, they never questioned it, Sick. which is really interesting. That is very because uh, my dad is like a farmer, born and raised yeah. farmer. Like, right. He grew up raising cows. He grew up harvesting hay. Like <laughs> if you. If, you can apply the word farmer to it. He's probably done it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a joke. Um, so just thinking of him being cool with, like, oh, yeah, my son's going to go to school for design and everything's going to be great. You right. know, it's like, and at this point in my life, I don't even know if I'm going to be a designer. Right. You know, for real. It's my interests waver so much day to day. Yeah, yeah. Which is very unsettling. But at the same time, um, I feel like it's necessary to engage with a lot of things. Yeah, but yeah. but anyway, not to go off on a tangent, um, it was interesting that he didn't care or he didn't mind, so to speak. It wasn't right. that he didn't care. He was glad that I was happy. Yeah, yeah you know um, something that kind of, you know, had a passion for it. Right, and something that, you know, I gravitated toward on my own. It wasn't it wasn't him being like, oh, you got to go to school for business or yeah. you got to be like, a landscaper, agriculture, or something, you know, like that's interesting. So, being a farmer, you know, you would think yeah. that maybe he would want you to follow his footsteps. Yeah, I mean, that's he sick. had me out in the yard when I was growing oh, up. Oh, he definitely be out. In the I'm yard. not. <laughs> I'm not a stranger to physical labor. <laughs> you definitely gotta be out there. Uh, he'd wake me up, and be like, "Why aren't you up cutting grass?" Uh, Seven like, oh, What are you doing? Shoot. Okay. Like I'm up. <laughs> that's insane. And so, what part of uh, were you born in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was here. So what part? Uh, so I'm from Lewisburg okay. initially. Gotcha. That's, uh, I want to say it's about 28 miles north of Raleigh. Okay, gotcha. It's gotcha. a good like 35 minute drive or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So as the years went on, like, 
obviously you're drawn more and you're kind of gaining more of a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you know it would be like a serious thing? Was it like middle school or the high school, going to college? Like when did it take a turn? So throughout all of grade school, I would sketch. Mm-hmm. And you, you know the story. It's the cliche. Like, oh, I was drawing all these comics and logos and stuff Sick. in my notebook yeah. on the margins and stuff. <laughs> and, like, you'd get in trouble for it. Like, teacher would deduct points, be like, stop drawing on this. <laughs> um, or you'd get in trouble and have to go after class to clean the desk or something. Yeah, you were drawing on this desk. <laughs> <laughs> I got detention one time. My mom was like, why were you at school late? I was like, you're never going to believe this. But I was chasing my dreams, mom. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to stifle the artist in me. so um, but I think really it started to cement when I'd I'd probably say senior year of high school yeah absolutely because I mean at that point you know it's either you've been thinking seriously about something and you're going to see it out or at least attempt to see it out or it you know you don't really have any drive and you know and that's fine but you know, my parents were kind of ambitious. They were like, you need to figure something out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, creativity, um, something that's, you know, somewhat lucrative. Yeah, yeah. I was like, graphic design, um, which I'd, I'd already been doing lettering stuff and, you know, drafting logo stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was just some, you know, pick it out of a bag sort of deal. Um, it was kind of a natural progression. That's sick. That's so, sick. So, as you're, in, do you take any women uh, art classes in your high school? Yeah. So, and this is one thing that I really didn't have any control over, you know. Um, but my school didn't have a lot of art funding, mm-hmm. so we, I think we had like two or three art classes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, the third one I think was just a rehashing of the second, um, and they weren't very focused. It was just kind of like a day to day thing. You know, you'd show up and. Today we're drawing from a grid, or <laughs> like seriously, yeah. like or today we're gonna make a painting and then cut it up and then re, you know, like reattach all the pieces in a weird configuration or something. Um, really crafty stuff, um, which you know it engages your brain in an, in an artsy way, but I guess long term there's nothing really. I don't know. There was nothing there that really uh, built my skills. You yeah. know, that really... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it would challenge or push you. Yeah, that yeah. would have really given me the skills pre-college. Right. Or an understanding pre-college. Right. Like, I didn't... Uh, it's a long story about NC State. Let's not go into that. Interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. We were not doubting yeah. that. We'll talk about that off the, <laughs> off the, off the podcast. Yeah. But cool. So I was, I'm glad that you... the. Even though it was not as challenging as you probably wanted it to be, you still kind of kept the interest in it, and you kind of did it on your own, I guess, on the side. Right. You said you're doing a lot of logo stuff back then, because it's kind of relevant to what you do now. Yeah. Uh, which is which is really awesome. So why would you stick into that style back then? Uh, so let's see, what year did I hit middle school? Two thousand and four. So this is this could be really cheesy. All of y'all gonna laugh at me, but <laughs> no, we all went through that. Never mind. Yeah, we all we, we all we've been there. Wait. Um, but 2004, obviously, um, My Chemical Romance. Yes. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, Yo, baby. shout out to that album. Um, but essentially the whole culture that came up around that album. And then, you know, the the other albums following yeah. that. Oh. You know, you've got Atreyu, Death Grip on Yesterday. You've got 
uh, the used. Yes. Uh, you've got uh, yeah. brand new. Of course. Um, uh, who else? I don't know. I could sit here and name like a few more. But we, can, we can go take on. A on. <laughs> we can go on. Since it's fail. Oh god. Uh, Circus survive. Circus survive. Uh, so anyway, that that whole you know culture of uh, musicians and bands, um, the iconography and the aesthetics that came from that, like greatly influenced the sketching that me and my friends did. Right, so you were mimicking those styles and everything? Yeah, I mean, like, heavily. We're talking, like, just straight up ripping the comic off. Or not the comic, <laughs> the, the album, album cover. <laughs> yeah. um, just, I mean, and, you know, imitation is flattery, I guess. But in, at the same time, we were investigating it. We were learning the nuances of that particular style. Mm-hmm. And so, I'd say as far as conscious art making, you know, making decisions that will lead to a certain outcome kind of started in sixth grade nice um and you know i guess design kind of stems from that yeah. i mean oh absolutely all art comes Great from way. conscious decision making mm-hmm. um it's just that design caters to a particular client or yeah. audience so, absolutely absolutely you know that's insane so obviously i'm glad that happened shout out to those albums by the way yeah um so obviously <laughs> that, that followed you up to um High school when you had to kind of decide what you were going to do. Right. So, how'd that look when you were transitioning to getting kind of pressure from your parents and stuff like that on what to do? How how did it look you transitioning into? I guess you went to G ultimately mm-hmm. um, from high school. Okay, so I guess the NC State story will will, will, will inevitably be injected here. Yes, yes, it's good. Okay. It has to happen. So. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Uh, right out of high school, I went to uh, I went to NC State. Okay. Um, my first declared major was design um, in the art school. And my second declared major was computer science. Okay. The computer science was just like, this is vaguely interesting. I don't know anything about coding because as well as the art program at my high school, mm-hmm. we, we didn't have a programming class, yeah. right? So if we did, it was like HTML. Yeah. Um, so come time to like actually because like you apply to nc state and then you have to apply to the design school it's two separate applications when it came time to apply to the design school and this is going to sound so silly but (laughs) but again i didn't know this stuff this was not something i'd ever encountered but they hit me with you need a portfolio oh wow and i was like (laughs) and and, you know being where i am now i'm like yeah well of course well yeah but you know a kid from a rural county whose art program consisted of like basic Elmer glue projects had never been pitched the idea of a portfolio because that was never considered a legitimate source of income or a serious career choice in that particular school or even county. So, um, they hit me with that and I was like, Oh, like, Oh, you know? And also my work was shoddy. My work was awful. Yeah. Like terrible. Um, notebook worthy you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah, showing that been like, at the bottom uh, of my calculus work you know like just awful it's awful <laughs> so 
anyway, I, I feel like this is needless to say, I didn't get into the design school. Then, right. Um, which meant that I defaulted to my second declared major. Computer science was miserable. Yeah. Okay. I was there before. Yeah. Miserable. <laughs> I didn't, I tried my hardest to understand it, could not get it. Yeah. Even the tutoring didn't help. I, my brain just does not work that way in the grand scheme. Um, so anyway, long story short, or TLDR, I dropped out of state mm-hmm. after a year and a half, went back home, and went to the community college there for a semester. Okay. Just to like barely corral my GPA together. Yes. Um, just enough to get into UNCG. And so then I just rerouted to UNCG. Sick. And went straight for the design program and I hit the ground running. I mean like I did everything. Because really? that's what I mean like you were in UNCG. Yeah. That's that's what they make you do. That's it's a multidisciplinary um, foundations curriculum. Yep. Absolutely. Until you apply and then you're accepted into your specific uh, major. Yeah. So but um I mean I I excelled in sculpture, I excelled in uh, the woodworking. Nice. Which I guess you could also count as sculpture. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 2D foundations, design stuff, like, like I just hauled ass yeah. and made it work. And then when I applied, dude, I was so stressed when I applied <laughs> for the BFA, because like I had been denied what I wanted at NC State. I'd had a rough time emotionally coming back home. Oh yeah. From all that yeah. and coping with those emotions and and just trying to reestablish myself. It was nerve wracking hitting submit on that on that application yeah um but you know i got in they were like congratulations i was like okay cool small steps small victories y'all um yeah so anyway you know uh, long haul um, i made it to uncg sick made it through the bfa dude that's awesome and now i'm a new media designer everybody yes let's get you gave us you gave us a bun let's get let's get the meat of uncg i want to hear about your experience because i think everyone (laughs) is like Everyone's experience there is a little different, but kind yeah. of because it's a very strict curriculum. Was yeah. It, do, you think it, do you see it was it being strict? Um, I I could in some ways, and and it might be that because I was in the new media program, mm-hmm. that we were allowed a little more flexibility, um, because I guess with the terminology being new media, the idea was that everything we do everything can is can art. be multimedia yeah, oriented. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um. And I can, I can honestly attest to that. That's not like some bullshit term they came up with. They actually encouraged that. Right. right like right. Chris Cassidy. I mean, he's I heard the name he's before. crazy yeah. into multimedia stuff. Yeah. Um, Lee Walton. I heard the name before uh, Amy Purcell. Mm-hmm. Um, she's retired now, but, you know, bless up, Amy. Yeah. Um, she's my rock. So, um, but my experience wasn't so strict. Um Again, just because of the nature, the multimodality that they tried to bring into the curriculum. Yeah. Um, I just had a, honestly, I had a great time at UNCG. All the classes I took, well, I shouldn't say all, but most of the classes I took, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. And I tried to dip my toes into everything I could. Yeah. Um, so, like, post grad, I had considered while I was still in school there going for sculpture somewhere because I enjoyed our sculpture program yeah. so much. Yeah. Our scu- like our sculpture professors are insane. They're sick, yeah. They are sick. Sure. Um, I couldn't have had a better experience with sculpture in my life, I don't think anywhere else. 
not with the not with the uh, faculty that we have at least yeah yeah I've yeah. heard nothing but amazing things yeah so that's that's awesome so but you know from sculpture to 2d foundations um, to even, like life drawing like I never in my life thought I would like life drawing I was I was pretty shy when I got the UNCG so the thought of staring at someone naked and like <laughs> sketching their bits was kind of like you know I don't know about this like what like what <laughs> um, but even Ananian made that a very enjoyable experience. So that's sick. Yeah, it was awesome. Damn, I love that you and made sure that y'all got y'all's hands in everything. Because I mean, as an yeah. artist, it's good to have multi, um, I guess, multiple uh, interests. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of helps. You know, the other you know mediums you're working with. Right. Think, so. Because everything you do enforces everything else you do. Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. Whether that's a conscious pursuit or not yeah so yeah. um so yeah I, I feel like i got a great education and on top of that uncg honestly brought me out of a really bad rut yes like emotional rut it, oh really it, it was very much a formation or a forming period for me um where i kind of bloomed out of the cocoon so to speak that's good um yeah so okay, good for the shout out to UNCG. Yeah, thanks UNCG. All the Spartans are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I've interviewed a bunch of you guys, and I love you guys so much. And yeah, UNCG is a shit. It's a very underrated school, in my opinion. Um, cool. So let's look at let's look at life after that. So obviously you graduated. Mm -hmm. Congrats, even though you graduated forever ago. <laughs> Don't say forever ago, dog. I'm not that old. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine, uh, fine, fine. I graduated forever ago. I'm old. But anyways, almost, um, let's see. We're almost at three years now, y'all. Oh which God. is kind of scary. Do this is it goes by so fast. But anyways, <laughs> yes. So how did that look after? Like, were you scared? Were you doubtful as far as finding a job? Were you discouraged at all? Like, how did that look? So <clears throat> I didn't have any job prospects, namely because I hadn't looked for any. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to procrastination. <laughs> um, but I reached out to Amy Purcell, okay. and she, being the sweetest woman ever. Um, came to me with a job proposition. Okay. Uh, this guy was looking for a... Uh, this is so weird. He was looking for like a web coder, which again, I have no experience with. Right. I had a terrible turn at that at UN, or at uh, NC State. Yeah. So, you know, like why? Why is Destiny doing this to me? Um, but anyway, I, I, bit, I bit the hook and went for it. And it wasn't too bad. It was basic coding, so it wasn't... You know, it wasn't god awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was making fifteen bucks an hour, so okay. I wasn't like Not terrible. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't too bad, at least. Um, but I don't know. It's there was like weird vibes with the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate using that word vibes, but the energy was just off. Something yeah, was well, like the funky. The energy is definitely. Perfect. Yeah. So I just kind of dipped out, like real unprofessional. Like I was oh, like, yeah. Lord. I was like, I don't like this guy so much, and then I was just like. Eh. I'm out. Just like, one day he was like, I'm not going back. He, t he like messaged me one day. He's like, he like all caps was like, Andrew. And I was like, dog, I'm not responding to you now. Like you definitely aren't getting a response now. Absolutely not. Um, so anyway, that was how that ended. Yeah, but yeah. in doing that, it, you know, it got me out of the comfort zone of like, okay, now I don't have money. You know, I definitely don't have money. You gotta find something. Uh, now I gotta find a job. So I was like, what am I interested in? This comes back to Amy as well. Bless her soul. Yes. She, I took a, um, 
what would you call it? Independent study. I took independent yeah. study class yeah. with her my last semester, and it was experimental print. Okay. Now she offered that class initially as a as an actual course that multiple students could take, but I missed out on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked her if she would do independent study. She said sure, and we went for it. And in that time, I became more acquainted with print and the intricacies, all the considerations that need to be made. Um, and yeah, I just love it. I fell in love with it, and I'm still in love with it. And um, that being considered, I... I sat down with myself. I said, you know, I really enjoy this print stuff. I'll Maybe I'll try and work at a print shop. Yeah. I looked on, I don't know, Indeed, I guess, maybe it was. Yeah. And then I got a, I looked for jobs in print, and I don't know, three weeks later, I was working for Piedmont Printing and Graphics. Ooh, that quick? Yeah. Shout out to Piedmont Printing and Graphics, by the way. Dude, that's um, awesome. Even though I don't work there anymore, they're sweet people. They do a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, you know, I couldn't be there forever. Yeah. You know, you know how it is. Nothing's forever. Um, so, um, but then after that job, I moved, I, uh, merged over to VF. Yes. Which is now Contour. Yes. And let me just go on the record and say that logo, y'all, whew, that logo needs some work. The Contour one? Yeah. It's very basic. It needs some work. <laughs> If y'all want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't fire me. Okay? Yeah, I was about to say you're definitely. Yeah. Hey, you can fire Andrew. That's fine. But if you want to sponsor this podcast, so let's back up a little bit. So obviously, are you still doing personal work outside of this, or are you just kind of just just focus on something else? So most of my work is for me, which um, I think is awesome. But at the same time, it kind of sucks because, <laughs> well, like I'm I'm stuck in this like echo chamber you know Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. i don't have to worry about satisfying anyone but myself so anything i make it's like if i hate it it's like okay i'll just work on it till it's right and it's it doesn't matter it'll get done when it gets done right right um i want to kind of force myself out of that and be a little more um proactive yes um more hungry for it you know so you know you want to have some kind of maybe one day profit you know yeah um, freelancing would be fun for a little bit I don't know about freelance. I, I had ambitions of that, but yeah. well, not forever. But yeah, I think trying something, at the very least, just trying is enough to be able to say like, okay, well, I did it. I didn't like it, but you know, at least I know that's not what I want to do forever. It's very true. So, but um, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, you were at got the contour. Well, you were at VF, getting into VF, and what you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out to Jasmine Bass. Yo, heck I don't, yeah. I don't know what episode she is. Um, Maybe 87? I have no okay, clue. Okay, well, go, go to the 80s and look for her and listen to hers. Listen to her podcast. Yeah, but, she's amazing. Um, or her episode, maybe. But anyway, she helped me um, find a job with VF as a 3D designer, uh, specifically dry process. Okay. Uh, which essentially means that I work in Photoshop every day, uh, creating the wear and tear that you see on your jeans. No way. Mm-hmm. Okay. For Wrangler Jean Co. Mm-hmm. So you were that guy testing all the products. Or, or not testing them, but like making sure they were whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's like a quality control element to Yes, that, for sure. QA. That's why I was trying to but get we're, there. <laughs> you got there. Yes. But uh, essentially, she and I are the only two people in the company that do what we do. In the whole company? The whole company. Really? The whole company. Wow. It's crazy. You do that now for Contour? It's wild. Yeah. Okay. Which, I think it's Wrangler still. Yeah. Wrangler. But yeah. when we when we merged 
when uh, I say merged, when Wrangler and Lee um, disbanded from VF, they mm-hmm. came back together as Contour. And when they did that, our little team of 3D designers was not necessarily disbanded, but we were divided. Mm-hmm. So half of us went to, I say half of us, there were seven of us. Three of us went to Wrangler, four went to Lee. Lee, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, so each company got a dry process designer. Gotcha. Yeah. And coming so. into that specific position, did you know anything about how to do that before? No, oh, that's wow. a very, that's a very specific line of yeah, work. Yeah, feel, it feels like um, it is. Like fringe sort of yeah. job description. <laughs> um, like even on paper, I don't think it says exactly what I do. Right. It's I'm just, kinda, I'm, I'm a 3D designer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> so that's interesting. Yes. That's sick though. That's insane. I mean, I'm sure it's a very fun job, and obviously it still, uh, you know, feeds into your creativity in a way. So, uh, you know, kind of. some days are better than others, but that's yeah. that yeah. just comes with the turf. You know, yeah. that's just a job. You know. Yeah, that's very true. So, very true. so um, let's let's dive into. Obviously, you're having a great time, but you're still there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. like miserable. Yeah. <laughs> he, he shout out the Wrangler. Yeah, I say contour. He's not miserable. He's fine. He's smiling while he said that. <laughs> cool. So let's kind of jump over to like your personal work, which obviously, which you know, is freaking awesome. That's why we're working oh, together. Well, on some thank stuff. you. Thank it you. Looks so good. So I want to know where the inspiration for your style comes from, because there's so many different kinds of things I'm getting from. I'm just oh, getting man. so many different kind of vibes, and I hate that word too. But like, it's so many different. You know, your style is so. It's, it's just a variety. You can just say it, man. It's all over the place. It really is. Like, it's on your page, place. I'm just like, wait, I see a lot of cartoon <laughs> stuff. You know, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of, you know, crazy fonts and tets. And and where is this coming from? So this kind of comes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's it's nice to have multiple angles or, or multiple interests, angles yeah. of attack. But at the same time, it's also nice to have a refined style that's identifiable, mm-hmm. you know? So um, that's kind of... I'm on the former of those two things. Yes, yes. Where I'm interested in so much that I just try a lot. Everything, yeah. yeah. you should. And I'm pretty early in my career. Um, I don't... I'm not afraid to try whatever. No. You know, if something feels right, then I'll just keep playing with it. But no. other than, you know, printmaking or... I don't know. Recently, it's been mark making. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else has really stuck so hard. Right. Know? Right. Um, I recently got into gouache, so I'm seeing how that turns out, you know, in the long you run. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, um, mainly everything I do is kind of directed to print work. Yeah. So it's like, how can I make a gouache poster? Or this, yeah. how can I make a mark making sort of Cy Twombly poster? Yeah. Um, uh, because working digitally is fun and you get a lot of iterations you can throw I mean you can go crazy with the iterations you can make changes all day mm-hmm. and come up with like a hundred posters but the energy of working with a pencil or working with an actual paintbrush mm-hmm. will never be trumped by digital right well maybe I shouldn't say never but as far as right now it's you can emulate grit, you can emulate texture, but it doesn't have the same soul 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, in regards to photography, it's kind of like people trying to replicate film. Right. But it's not, you're not, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. No matter how hard, how hard you try. There's a certain character that follows that discipline. Exactly. And yeah. if you want it, you just got to, you just got to make it happen. Yeah. You can't emulate it. Just, just do it. It's already yeah. been done. Just go follow it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> I think it's cool that when I do look at your page, I still see obviously a bunch of logo stuff. It makes me kind of think about you talking about you back in, uh, in middle school doing like the album covers and stuff like that. Like yeah. you're still kind of doing like, seems like you're doing a lot of like the font stuff and stuff you were kind of, you know, kind of replicating back then, but obviously not replicating. This is all you like stuff for out of step and you know, all the other stuff. So how's it been like working with brands like that? Like out of step and you know, other brands like that? Yeah. So I actually need to like <laughs> give Rob that design. Wow. Um, if you're listening, <laughs> Tech shout out right to now. coach Rob. He's the boy. Um, he's weak. He's, he's weak. <laughs> Ooh, he's gonna come over here and like squat you <laughs> just get around with you <laughs> um so truth be told that was more or less a personal project oh nice I really thought, yeah it was just oh, kind of cool. like a I wonder if I can make something for out of step you know just kind of like injecting yourself in places like kind of seeking opportunities yeah. or making opportunities rather than waiting for them to unfold yeah so, okay I respect that um all that to say I still need to get him the art but yes um, doing stuff like that's always fun. I mean, especially when you, I mean, if you walk into out of step, you see the t-shirts that they have mm-hmm. for sale and it's, it's right up the alley of that particular project, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's stuff I resonate with. I love mm-hmm. type. Um, I, okay. If we want to talk about passions say, here. That's what I wanted to go if to If we next. want to talk about passions. Yeah, let's go to it. I want to, I want to talk about it. So Y'all honestly, type slapped me in the face about, I don't know, a year or two ago. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half. That's what really drew me to your Instagram. I and was it, just like, what is this? Yeah, it just like smacked me. And I was like, wow, you know, I've really been sleeping on these letter forms. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and just the flexibility that they bring. Like you can, you can just eviscerate some of those letters, man. You know, and just like make crazy forms and they're still legible. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can just go crazy on some of them. Like people have programs dedicated to um, generating their own typefaces. Right. They're ugly. Like they're not exactly pretty. (laughs) But it's the fact that it's the flexibility of it. Right. Like even though they're ugly and even though they were computer generated and blocky, they're still legible. Yeah. And they're still like viable letter forms. They still hold that communicative aspect, right, you know. Right, right. So, it's interesting to me that I can play around with something so much and just force it, and it can still talk to you. Be, you can, it still communicates the same kind of yeah whatever. And that's like I said, that's why I saw most. And you showed me a lot of your sketches and your sketchbook and stuff like that. Just the different forms of letters, and you show me some uh, resources that you do have that shows this, the this the how deep that can really go. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm used to just typing whatever and changing my fonts, but you really told me like, there's a lot of work that goes into making all those different fonts. So, yeah. So like, that's insane. Typefaces are hard y'all. There's a lot of considerations, Yeah. which is why I like to do logo types because you can just go hog wild all day, make whatever you want. It's yeah. like the perfect fusion of sketching and like, um, logo production. Right. 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 Like, so it doesn't have to be so refined. But you still get the satisfaction of making like really cool letters and stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, um, 
Which kind of goes back to that whole punk aspect, that hardcore slash punk sort of music from that era that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff was hand-rendered, so... That's insane. I'm, I'm interested in that. Which, y'all, I know we were talking about, like, you know, drawing by hand versus digital a few minutes ago. I just want to say my Instagram does not reflect that uh, philosophy. Yeah, right. Everything's very digital. Yes. All right. But you still carry, you know. In that, I'm still very interested in working with hand, by hand without an iPad or yeah. a Control-Z option. So... Um, you'll see more work coming up soon. <laughs> yes, that's actually a very good point. So, obviously, in this age of technology where everything's getting very digital, um, I guess you see it's very important for artists to also make sure that they also they don't necessarily have to do that. I know a lot of artists who don't like doing things by hand, but yeah. it's probably good to keep it kind of versatile. You know, it is because there's a certain part of your brain that engages differently when you have. A pencil in your hand mm-hmm. and you are pencil to page mm-hmm. and you could argue that that same as that same part of your brain is engaged when you're drawing on an iPad yeah, yeah. but I don't think that's true yeah because right. you always have that fail-safe of an undo button mm-hmm. um, you're a lot more considerate yeah. when there's a pencil to the paper right and even more so if you're doing just straight ink to paper yeah um, and it it forces your brain and it forces you to slow down for a second and say, wait a minute, you know, what's my next move? You know, it's like playing chess with yourself. Yeah. How can you one up your brain and just kind of <laughs> kick it into another gear? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that actually when I've yeah. been like kind of dueling of like that prize that effect on my, on my brain. Yeah. That's wild. And How- the more you do it, the more comfortable you are, you know? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. How are you... How are you enhancing your skills as far as, I mean, it can be personal work as or, or the font stuff as well, or both. How are you enhancing your skills? Are you, I know you have a lot of books that you reference, so do you watch, you know, like videos, or do you just kind of just, you know, do whatever? So, uh, let's see. So Skillshare, <clears throat> when I first got out of college, um, and I didn't have any more lectures, it was nice to go to Skillshare and just see what yes. they had. Yeah. At that point, they didn't have a lot. They really only had, like, as far as design, they probably had, like, two Aaron Draplin videos and maybe a few kind of, uh, I don't know, hand lettering videos, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, Etsy stuff, maybe. Um, no shame to that, by the way. Yeah, not at all. Just saying. That's all they had. Um so all I really had was Aaron Draplin. Mm-hmm. And for a good bit, he was my main inspiration for design. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much his actual aesthetic, it was his philosophy behind it. Right. He was, and he still is, um, very in tune with the process and sharing that. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not one of those guys that has the knowledge and kind of holds it for himself, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he shows you every single one of his tricks in his Skillshare classes. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think it's so awesome for artists to share what they know. Right. It's insane. It's a beautiful thing. Like, and, and it's crazy because he can give me that information and I will never be able to replicate what he does necessarily. Never. I can, but it won't feel the same way. Yeah. People... It doesn't have his particular sensibilities applied absolutely, to it. Absolutely. So, in that, you know, I've kind of adopted 
the same philosophy, like give back. If I know something or if I have the means to help someone, then I'll do it. And whether that's through design or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, you know, getting off of the soapbox right now, but, um, following him led to me following John Contino, who is an, uh, he's a New York, yeah, he's from New York, New York, no, Long Island, excuse me, not Manhattan, he's from Long Island, um, but he's a hand letterer, um, who does a lot of really big work, like Nike, um, oh wow, I think he did one for Sports Illustrated recently, like a piece, but his, his stuff is insane, the stuff that he does, um, and it's all hand rendered, and he scans it into Photoshop or Illustrator, and and he just kind of tweaks it from there. Tweak, tweaks it from there, yep. See, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that's that. Cool stuff, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that that does happen, but, like, that's that's wild. And, like, even aside from his... Um, even aside from, like, his client work, his personal work is astounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, all that to say, one thing leads to another. Right. You find one artist you like, chances are you're going to find about two you or three others. That not only share a similar aesthetic or an aesthetic that's pleasing to you, but they probably share the same sensibilities about art. Right, right, right. And they all do. They're all very great people that are very open about their process and they love sharing stuff. Yeah. And John Catino actually has a Skillshare now as well. Really? Mm-hmm. And another person I follow, um, I love this lady, Ellen Lupton. Okay, okay. Uh, she is a graphic designer. She is the graphic design or the head of graphic design, I want to say, at MICA in Maryland, uh, Baltimore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you told me about And her. she's also a curator at the, what is it, Cooper Hewitt Museum of Design? Man, something that's, like that's that. huge. In New York? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Um, she's got Skillshares. Uh, I've got three of her books. Really? Her bo- if you guys, if anyone listening to this is interested in design um, or lettering or layout, um, just look up Ellen Lupton. Um, okay. She's amazing. Her books are very personable. She doesn't speak in this lofty language. She's very down to earth and matter of fact about things. So that's awesome. Very lovely lady. Um, I want to meet her someday. Um, put into it. Put yeah. into existence. We make it happen. <laughs> but to put, just kind of rein that back together. You know, bring it full circle. Um, Skillshare. Um, just reading online, yeah. seeing what other people are doing. Yeah. There's not much on YouTube for anything design, even now. Um, sometimes I'm curious and look. There's really not much. Right, right, right. Um, so a lot of it is talking to people. Yes, yes, yes. Instagram's a big deal for me as far as keeping up with Endless. what my favorite <laughs> designers are doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, not necessarily to keep up with the the trends, but to see how they're developing mm-hmm. and see what ideas they're engaging with. Um, for the longest time I've been scared of engaging with ideas that I don't know maybe I'm not giving my audience enough credit but I feel like they'd be kind of weird to other people mm-hmm. they're like cool to me but on paper when I draw it out I'm like this is kind of weird no one will get it but at the same time it's like I don't necessarily care if they get it Yeah, you like I just want to make like neat little drawings and just kind of put them up yeah I love um, the mystery of that it's cool yeah, sorry, I like lost track of my no, you're train good. of thought you're good. here. You're good. That's insane. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I lost yes, my train of thought. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, you mentioned all these great artists that you um 
you are, and to, to back up a little bit, if you guys don't know what Skillshare is, Skillshare is an amazing online resource that you pay for as 12 bucks a month. I don't pay for it. I just make new emails. Okay, yeah. So, I think there's an option to pay for it. But and it's, yeah, it's very cheap. An incredible resource. I mean, it's literally, you're in a classroom kind of just kind of at home. Yeah. It's kind of exactly what it is. And they have, they have classes for literally everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. That's creating and making things so definitely look that up if you have not um um heard about that before and if you want to um sponsor this podcast skillshare just um let me know because um yeah anyways um please don't message me about the like multiple accounts (laughs) i'm a trash man yes you are but no um so going back to the artists that you mentioned are you ever discouraged looking at through Instagram or reading these books or anything, or you just find it very motivated? Can you restate the question? Like, if you're going through Instagram, obviously there's an endless amount of artists sure. that, you know, some, and as a photographer, I go through it too, like, man, they're better than me. Or, like, I get yeah. very discouraged. You know, I don't have it as much as now because I've started not caring. But right. do you ever go through any road bumps like that? Like, damn, I need to, I don't know if I'm able to live up to, you know, my full potential or, okay. you know. Yeah, like, well, first, every day. Yeah. All day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, you got to sit down and think like, and, and I know that someone listening to this is going to be struggling with it because I know I do every day. Yeah. I know at least three or four other people in my life that struggle with it every day. <laughs> um, so someone else is going to be struggling. So if you're listening, um, my thoughts on that are, I think it's great to look at other people's art and you know, to want to emulate that. At the same time, I think it's great to also value your art and your particular eye on mm-hmm. things. Um, because as much as you want to be that other artist, that other artist will never be you, yes, the artist. Absolutely. Um, and that might not seem as big a deal just because they're making substantial amounts of money to do yeah. what they do. Yeah. But there's no reason that you can't do that um it's more of a an application it's more of a they have the clout you know they have that sort of background and they have they know the people and they've they've spent time with it you know and i think contino is like in his mid to late 30s draplin's in his mid 40s so like or maybe his late 40s at this point so you know they're still hustling so it's not like a thing that just magically happens one day. Um, and this is also me like preaching to myself right now on the mic. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I get discouraged every day, but I just remind myself that I have little successes of my own, mm-hmm. whether they're, you know, funded by, you know, a 10 grand contract or not. Um, yeah, there's still, I'm, I'm still getting somewhere. You know? Right. And so, obviously, your main focus shouldn't be just the money. It's just prove how worthy you are. You know, of course so. not. Um, I'll be satisfied when I'm when I've made something and actually like legitimately love it. That's that's to me is the most valuable part. Yeah. It's like wow, and if I, I can make money you. off of it, that's just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the icing on the cake for every. <laughs> I think and, and that's cool. That's why I like to circle them around because they're all like that. There's like, dude, if I don't make one penny, if I go to a market and don't make anything, I love my work. So that's yeah, part of the if it's important. on the table, there are chances that I love it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Exactly. Exactly. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So 
what's the future look like for you? Like, are you trying to pursue this font thing maybe and <laughs> see if you can make that like a thing or just yeah. continue through the design or just open up our own print shop or studio one day? What's up? So I recently invested in a bunch of screen printing supplies. Uh, we're actually sitting, we're actually on podcasting on yeah. the table right we're, now. we're using my screen print table as, uh, as the recording booth here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I need to start playing with that more. Yes. Um, but I think long term, like this is long term in the sense that it's like months away, but not necessarily long term. Like I want to do it forever. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to intern at Hatch Show Print in Nashville, Tennessee. Sick. Um, Sick. It's an amazing facility. Um, they do letterpress. Um, like old school letterpress posters for major world class acts. Yeah, yeah. If you can think of a big musical act, if you could think of a musician, you know, prolific musician, Bob Dylan, The Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. probably Fish. Yeah. God, I hope it's not Fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andrew loves Fish. Fleet Foxes. Sick. Casey Sick. Musgraves. Sick. I mean, like, just just literally just go down the list. They've yeah. made a poster for them at some point. Yeah. And it would be amazing to intern for them. And much like the BFA at UNCG, mm-hmm. submit an application to yeah. get a job for a little get while. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, mainly just to have the experience, you know, because that's, that's an actual, that's an enriching experience for me. That would be something that I would really sweat and bleed and cry over. You know, because um, even being there for, I don't know, I think the tour was like 40 minutes. That was enough. Yeah. I was sold. And, and, and the people weren't like trying to BS us. I mean, they were very like, you know, this is what we do. This is how it's done. Here are the posters. It was not a very glamorous tour as far as there were no smoke. And, there's no smoke and mirrors, you know? Right, right, right. But I was about it. I was like, oh my God, like, I got to come here. I got to do something with this place. So... As far as future stuff, that's the only foreseeable thing that I really care about right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it would. One of my main goals right now is to just move out of North Carolina for yes, a bit. That's, 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 like I've I've been here since my conception, you know. So it's like. It's time to spread the wings. I gotta get the heck out of here, man. That's like what a lot of us are kind of facing right now. Yeah. yeah it's kind of it's, it's hard. hard I'm at this weird spot because it's like I want to but like what if this happens it's like and that's the hard hurt uh, right there it's <laughs> the what ifs but you gotta literally tell those yeah. what ifs you can't off. run with the what ifs you know you can't do anything with what ifs um, you don't want to play what ifs later on you know what I'm saying <laughs> seriously what if I would have moved earlier you know that's yeah. something that's I mean, a nightmare like, you can't you can't even consider those because they're not possible anymore Exactly. Like, what if I went to UNCG straight out of high school? It's that's like very true. Dog, that's like eight years behind now. So yeah. Like, There's no point in doing that. So you don't want. You don't want to play that game. You know, thirty <laughs> years from now. So, dude, insane story. I had no clue you were about a farmer background or anything. That's awesome. Yeehaw. You came. So look at that country dude. To <laughs> <laughs> not nah, Andrew's still country at heart. Oh, if, you're, if your parents are listening to this, yeah. You know, He's still country. Huh? Hey, if y'all ever want to go play with some cows, just let me know. Yes. They're yes. super sweet, y'all. They're so cute. Obviously, you dropped a lot of knowledge on us this whole entire um, interview, but give us like a couple points of inspiration or advice to some up and comings. Ooh, this is a hard one. Yeah. It's the best one. You just dropping this one on me. I didn't see this in the prompt. Um, 
I think, if anything, um, invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just like, you know, buying art supplies, because that's kind of like a given. Like, duh, you need something to work <laughs> Buy with. a camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, uh, no, honestly, like, on a tangent here, <laughs> if there's a nice camera you want, like, just get it. I yeah. mean, that's a good investment. That's a solid, like, yes. like long-term investment. Go for it. It'll yeah. pay for itself, like, yeah. eventually, if you're really driven by that. Yeah. So, anyway, off that, um, invest in yourself. Like, you know, like, what, what I was saying earlier with Skillshare. It doesn't have to be Skillshare, but if you want to do something, seek every opportunity you can to dive into that. Mm-hmm. Um because no amount of Googling is going to give you the experience that being actively involved will. Um, let's see, what else? I love that. This is good stuff. I'm, I'm also inspired by this. I'm yeah. Just, I'm trying to take this all in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's important, you know? It's, uh, don't take for granted the little things that happen. Yeah. You know, around, yeah. around you. Whether you're, I, mean, I don't know. You probably live in Greensboro or Durham or something. These are all very artsy places. Um, Winston Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always something going on. Yeah, like dip yeah. your toe in. You never know who you'll meet. Yeah. Um, Daniel being a great example um, for that particular anecdote. Thank, thank you, thank you. Um, um, that's good, love yourself. That's it, yeah. You know, like that's, that's, that's no more like thing, in the words of Tyler the Creator, be your own cheerleader. Yes. Yes. Because no one else is going to be, you know? No one else is obligated to be. I mean, your mom and your dad might be, and that's fine. They should be. Um, That's awesome if they are. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the day, no one's going to pull the trigger. It's just you. It's just you. Um, So just like me wanting to go to Nashville, no one's going to make that happen except for me. So I, you know what I mean? Like, love yourself. If you want to do something, go for it. Yeah. If you... If you have troubles, figure them out. Figure out a way to get around them. You know, everyone's got battles. It just depends on how you deal with them. That's it. You know? That's beautiful. So. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. He gave us all, you know, all that is so, so true. Don't be afraid to, you know, do your shit. And, you know what I'm saying? Don't play what ifs. If you got an idea or a passion or whatever, just jump for it. You'll be all right. If anything, you'll if you fail, then you fail. You know what I'm saying. And these are active reminders to myself too. You gotta say, yeah, I'm this is not like this is not me preaching. This is like Andrew's reminding himself on the mirror. Yeah, we're looking in the mirror right now, looking at ourselves like you need to get the fuck up. (laughs) But now this has been amazing, dude. Um, so tell us where to find you on the internet. Okay. Um. So Instagram is the that's T H E Mm -hmm. underscore oddest O D D E S T. Um, my website is andrewduke.work. Does he be working? Be working. Are you taking commissions right now? I'll take anything that you throw at me. Cool. So definitely look at his work. It's amazing. Like I said, we're working on something right now because I really enjoy his work and we're almost, we're kind of almost done actually. Yeah. Deciding to I'm doing something very special for myself. Um, self-love y'all. Self-love, self-love. But anyways, Andrew's the best. Hit him up if you're interested. Um, But yes, that's Free Pizza. Thank you for listening, and y'all are the greatest. Bye. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. 
MySpace Live Journal, Twitter, we tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.